1: Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Kane Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Looks like we're, looks we're, like all, we're here. all here.
2: All four. Ama- hey, are, here, amazing here of all amazing things.
3: Gangs all here? uh A little yes. chilly out
1: there today. Yeah, it was a little cold. You said it was it 38? 38, F- 38, F- 38 F- in Poway. Poway. Right. I don't think it was that cold in Scripps Ranch when I was leaving, but
3: I, I'll bet it was you know, colder at my house. But I I don't have a thermometer, in so you car. can't prove it. So it's
2: not worth me it. taking
1: the bet.
3: All right, I don't take the bet. Okay, it was cl- oh, it was beautiful out.
2: there. Crystal clear, crystal,
1: gorgeous morning. Crystal, clear. you don't have Agreed. a temporal scanner thermometer. You just carry with you.
3: Yeah, but it, when I show it to the to space, it says low. Low. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't give me an accurate reading, but it was very very nice
1: out. Yeah, so the we, uh, weather's been very nice. A little little bit windy. I've got a of crud in the pool that I'm going to have to get out of it. At, at that you're going to have to get out of it? Well, Blake. It, it, either, well, either that or I wait until Wednesday till the pool guy comes. Well, that's right? what and I figured was going to happen you wait until Wednesday. Although, I I have to admit, getting rid of the colerotaria in the backyard was one of the greatest things that I ever did. <laughs> Best decision <laughs> you've Which, made in a long time. But there I, there, are to, there are well, more. There are more coming up somewhere in that yard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I I remember we had a... It was a few years ago before I had the colerotaria taken out. We had a Really big Santa Ana come through, and, and everything got in the pool. Three thirty-three gallon trash cans full of Coletaria ooh foliage that blew off. And I, I have you seen how much coriaria seed is blown across the parking lot? Yes, and I. And, when and I drove and, in, okay. it was crunching under the tires, it's all over the place.
3: Well, Coriarias were surrounding my folks' pools, and my dad said, mm-hmm. "You know, any tree that grows should be allowed to grow, and I, of all people, should." Appreciate, appreciate that, and right. respect that, and, and but it he was made my, you clean it. it <laughs> no, 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 no. Right? This is recent. Oh, I mean, this is okay, in the last okay. five to ten years. They volunteered and came up everywhere, and we'd let them grow. But it was my mom who had to clean them off of the pool blanket and do all of that stuff. And they're they're finally gone now. But my dad's position was that's what the filters for. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. cold rutaria no. Anyway.
1: It's a pretty
2: tree. I, it, I think it's I a mean, very handsome tree. Yeah, it's tree. the right it, situation. In it's somebody
3: else's yard.
1: Well, it'll be in yours if
2: somebody else near you has one <laughs> in some
1: way. It's going to be in yours if somebody's <laughs> – within it, a mile. Exactly. It, it, Especially exactly. if the wind blows.
2: When I bought my house in Piquio, there was a cherimoya, and there was a chlorotaria growing right next to it. I'm thinking, why did these Why did these previous owners – why did they plant this so close together? And then I learned about the tree and realized they didn't plant it there See, they were everywhere. My
3: house came with some coleus areas, and I did not remove them immediately. And now they're volunteering in my neighbor's yard and bothering me. So <laughs> I don't uh, no. I know they look good in the fall with their color. We should have included that in your fall color he, chart. He did. Well, he, we talked.
2: We about We mentioned it.
4: it oh, yet. did we? Yeah. No, oh, you bit, yeah. you listen to the show. I listen to what people say when they talk to me, or when they're oh, that's when very, they're talking. Very, I listen. Yeah,
3: me, me, me too.
2: it's a good tree it's pretty it does have some nice fall foliage it's carefree it but it is a little nice color
1: when it's in bloom yeah it's
2: It's a little messy and it does a little whoa 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 a little messy well those are all that's all good organic mulch for your garden except for the seeds that turn into trees (laughs) Trees in your garden yeah
3: (laughs) i did learn one very positive thing about that when you mow the seedlings over in the lawn if you get to them when they're, well, if you mow them over, it's at a height that they don't sprout out underneath, which is good. You so you're don't. only
2: mowing them in the lawn, but not mowing them anywhere else.
3: Yeah, okay. it's hard to mow up the bank. I and,
2: wondering why you were so specific to mowing them in the well, lawn.
3: Well, because I was always, I was thinking that you would chop the top off and it'll branch out oh. and you'll end up with a trunk right, in right. the lawn. But it, there weren't any latent or dormant buds <laughs> under there, so that it just croaks them.
2: And that is good Let's for the lawn, but, you know, in your flower bed, your vegetable garden, behind the, the over, know, azalea bush over, or something. Over,
1: yeah,
3: Over the fence and right. by
1: my woods. citrus. Or in oh. containers. I mean, they'll, they'll sprout anywhere. Everywhere. I've had them
4: sprout in, in a bucket, I mean, a uh, pot that I had. It's like coming out. I can't remember what was in there. It was a vegetable of some sort, but all of a sudden I got one in there.
1: I, well, I, I had one in that circular planter that's in the backyard. I had I had a pretty good size one in there. Well, I guess it was twenty years ago now, and uh, borers croaked it. I mean, really? Yeah. Wow! Okay. Can I borrow yeah. some? I, if I still had the tree, sure, I'd let oh, you do that. Okay. But I, I had you to know. take it out because it it died. But the one that caused all the problems in the Santa Ana that was a seedling from the one that was in the planter. Because I never, I never planted the tree. That's it. Just. Came up on its own.
3: I have a little seedling. Well, we have them coming up in the soil pile at the nursery too. I mean, they they volunteer anywhere. But I have a little citrus tree in a pot, and I was looking at. I thought I had a multi. I had, thought Something I had a couple else. of seedlings yeah. in there, and this one was getting bigger. And yesterday, I went over and looked at it, and it was a volunteer uh, queen, ungulata, pittosporum ungulatum.
1: Where'd that come? From? Yeah, I was going to say you don't see those neighbors two f- neighbors okay.
3: yard. Yeah, I mean we keep okay.
2: We keep saying the col though, but for comment for folks, what is what is that tree?
3: col Yeah, because right. we Chinese flame. Chinese flame. Right. Okay. Yeah, and we're and Chinese China flame is so or Chinese much lantern I
5: flame.
4: Think,
3: I think, oh, it's no. flame. I think. I it's think
2: flame. I think no, it's flame. No,
4: it's flame. It is flame. Yeah.
3: And we're reading so much about invasive things of China in the news these days. Oh, so maybe this was a. Plan. This is part of the okay. same same thing. Th-
2: those little seed pods, when they're hanging from the, the branches, are pretty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Until they're on the ground in the gutters on the roof and volunteering everywhere. Right. Okay. So I think and we can all agree that since we're a, all here, it's a very pretty tree. With with some issues. With an asterisk next <laughs> to it. <laughs> That's right. Okay. I'm
1: I'm okay with that. Well I think pretty much any deciduous tree has got some issues. For me. I mean they Well you don't like it, leaves? Well, no, it's not oh. that I don't like leaves, but you know, in this day and age when you can't have <laughs> when you can't have anything go into the Storm drain. It amazes me how many places have deciduous trees in parking lots and street trees, and, right. and things like that. I mean, that's, totally the, that's the last what we place need. That you would
3: want those. What we need is a law limiting the trees. Don't even, don't even, don't right, even. Yeah, stop. Don't you back off from that right I, now, I Mister?
1: Didn't
2: even you say did. Anything. You brought
3: the whole thing up. Stop it. We we'll have the have...
2: authorized tree list. Okay. How or... many
3: of you guys lost power this week? Not me. Yes.
4: Yeah. To my knowledge, I did. You
3: did?
2: Well, Capri
1: did.
3: Yeah, but you guys live in civilized portions. Oh yeah, of it. I, I live
1: right. Yeah, but I live in a zip code where a lot of insurance companies won't even write fi- will won't, won't even write homeowners insurance. But you have anymore.
3: power. But I had power. Uh, I have insurance. I didn't have power. Were you did
1: yeah,
4: how, how close was those? We fires had a generator.
3: That fire actually was I don't know one to two miles away as the crow flies, but okay. it was there was a golf course between us, and it was blowing the other direction.
4: Oh, okay.
3: I got the. I was just dozing off when the emergency alert went off on my phone, and it scared the heck out of me. But I had been watching it, its progress on the CHP weblog, so I knew right it word. wasn't a threat to me until the, till the alarm went off, and then I went and made sure, and it was it was going away. But it was, it was spooky, and there was one helicopter doing drops. Well, yeah. it was nighttime, and it was. Yeah, it was nighttime and the wind was. I
4: I saw that on the news at that nighttime.
3: The
2: the wind was. Yeah,
1: because remember during the Cedar Fire, they 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 wouldn't fly at night. Right.
3: And I think he was going over to Steel Canyon Golf Course and sucking water out of the lake there and then going and doing drops. But the wind was howling. And I was parked way away and it was shaking my car. But anyway, we got power back on and leaving the freezer closed. Things stay frozen. A full frozen freezer stays frozen with no power. CDC says 20,
2: 24 to 48 hours, according to CDC. I was,
3: even the little bit of frost on top was still frozen 20 hours later, 19 yeah. hours later. You have a very good freezer. Yes. Refrigerators, guess, uh,
2: not so much. Refrigerators, well, is four hours, so we had that generator running a lot.
3: Well, but 19 hours later, the refrigerator, when I got home, the power came on an hour after I, no, like five or ten minutes after I got home. And the fridge was at 45 degrees. Not great. I wouldn't but that's not bad for nineteen hours. I stayed out of it. Right. And I froze water at the nursery to take home to put in my fridge in case they kept it off until Sunday at six, like they were
1: yeah, telling I had, us. I, I mean proposing. My, <laughs> yeah. I have a friend of mine that lives below um Lake Dixon and Escondido and her power went off on Thursday and they and she said they weren't gonna have, they weren't expecting power to be back on until Sunday. Sunday at six is yeah. what they were uh, right. saying. Yes, yeah, so
2: everyone was surprised or, and
3: happy well, that it under, came on yesterday. Under promise, over deliver. <laughs> right. So, oh, we're not going to have it till Saturday or Sunday, and it came back on on Friday. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, it's
4: not
1: so bad.
3: Uh, oh, another story, sad. another discussion for another time. for
1: another time. If you want to give us a call today, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We would love to talk to you. Um, I don't know if you guys got them down in San Diego or not, but we got a ton of banana plants.
4: Bananas? No. Bananas.
1: Five-gallon bananas. Yeah. How do they, they look good? They're a little, little, they're a little short. short but but they little but they look They look good, look but they're
3: small,
4: but they look great. Well, yeah. yeah. Even when we got bananas in the spring or summertime, they were small. I mean, most of the varieties we got last
3: year. Somebody going to say I ain't falling for no banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> no, bug, no we were going to wait for you. Okay, I, I, we knew you.
4: that you were going to get there. What varieties? I mean, mixed? Or?
3: Yeah, there were uh, four or five varieties okay. that they had. Well, it's funny because somebody
4: just asked me for bananas, and I said, nah, I probably can't get them right now. No, we don't want to get them right well, now. It's going to be cold. Right. We've
1: got, we got them tucked up against the uh, building on, uh, under the eaves. On from the from south California. side? At the back <laughs> wall. On the south side to keep the, uh, keep well, that's the frost interesting. off of them. Um, not that we've had any frost but yet. I but but it's been cold. You did? last got it, Two weeks ago. It hasn't been that cold.
3: It was spotty and it was brief, but my Bermuda on the lower half has gone dormant. And there was. Yeah, my my back lawn a couple of of weeks ago. Has been going.
1: About the only thing that's green in my back lawn is um, the weeds. The weeds, yeah. (laughs) And and the dichondra, which I have no idea where the dichondra came from. You know what else is green in that
3: area right next to my dormant lawn? Moss. I have no idea. (gasps) Onions. Oh, but My onion starches are say doing okay. yeah. are doing quite well. Yeah,
2: yeah ours are as well.
3: Yeah. Potatoes and, are doing well, and the peas that the rabbits haven't eaten are doing quite well. But the ones that they have eaten, I can't, eat. I can't even tell they're there.
1: <laughs> so it, yeah, because they're t- not t- talking about rabbits. You know, we we butt up to a green belt behind the we, green belt. it's a bank behind the house. Um, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. We we used to have rabbits in the yard all the time. I haven't seen a rabbit in my yard for probably a year. Have you seen Dude. more coyotes? No, haven't seen more coyotes, but there was a I had read that there was there was a virus that was going through rabbit populations. Oh, could I borrow a
3: Can you find <laughs> can a you carcass? <laughs> yeah,
1: can uh, you find me a carcass? No, I, I don't know. I And a petri
2: I, dish I, with some agar. <laughs> he he needs to borrow that as <laughs> yeah. well.
1: Nah, just give me the carcass. But I I I have not I have not seen a rabbit in my in my yard for I have plenty. Probably a year. Wow,
3: it's yeah. because I have too many fruit trees for the coyotes to eat the easy fruit. They don't. They don't do have the, to hunt. They don't hunt for the don't rabbits. Hunt. Yeah, yeah. Why that's, run when you can eat the fruit? That's right. The low hanging fruit or
1: high hanging. High
2: hanging. Yeah, you've got hind legs, right?
1: Yeah. But yeah, if you're so if you're if you're, uh, I would say if you're if you're an area that's relatively frost free and you want to plant a banana, uh, we got a pretty good selection. Or just get right a cover. Oh, yeah, that's you true you could just throw, throw, throw a sheet over it my but, my
3: neighbors but, have umbrellas over their banana- uh, bananas over their avocados first it was for the sun now it's for the cold. I think they stole that from my dad's playbook but
1: put in a, a beach umbrella beach umbrella yeah
3: i you know I should have I looked. never They're, even thought about that those beach umbrellas probably are gone now. the wind probably oh them oh. yeah. away
1: yeah it wouldn't surprise me no it it
2: well, they beat up our umbrellas over by the trains. Yes, they in did. that That wind was significant up there.
1: Yeah. And the stuff fallen, was falling all over the place, trying to keep the Christmas trees. Oh, the, that's, the living Christmas trees up, right? Yeah. Those things are heavy. They, oh, my God. Yes, they are very, very heavy.
3: <laughs> Thank goodness I have people to help me load them in the car. <laughs> to <Absolutely>, load, <laughs> load them up for to you. To deliver
4: them. Yeah. Well,.
3: Loosh. We meet. Yeah, I told you we meet in the parking lot. Yeah, it's like a big deal. Oh, I got the tree. You got the you got the stuff. Yeah. But six of them so far, and there's another one waiting for. You've for had next to week.
4: deliver six of them out to Hamul. Is that what you said?
3: Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's right on my way home. I mean, it's not like oh, I got it, and they come to Brody's, so I don't you know have to drive out.
4: They buy a drink? Do they?
1: Oh, now. Why didn't I think of that? Well, we can talk about that when we get back. We need to take a break here on Garden Talk. You're listening to us on uh, KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Larry, stay on the line. We're going to
0: talk to you when we come back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170 1170 Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross Mark Mahady and George Allman When I got to the garden party They all knew my name but No one
6: recognized me I didn't look the same, but it all
1: right now. And we're back well. with more Garden Talk here on AM. 1170. 1170. Thank you. <laughs> KCBQ and KBRZ. <laughs> and, uh, what were we talking about? We're oh, going talk to about, <laughs> we'll well, talk to in, Larry. We're going to
2: talk to Larry.
3: Just a second. We were talking about putting Delivering way too trees. heavy Monterey Pines in the back of my car and driving them out to Hamul on my way home to Spring Valley across the street from Humbolt
1: that's it and well
2: so the real thing is why why are you delivering
4: trees okay.
3: to people okay so we have the most gorgeous Monterey pine living christmas trees that we've had in years oh
4: absolutely and
3: yeah. on top of that they are the best priced Correct. largest Monterey pines we've had in years and i posted on the Hummel Facebook page, which they have graciously let me in because I'm only a block away. Well, you are an idiot, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he means that in the in the nicest I way. Oh, You're I brought this sweet man. I brought to this. Do up, that. I
3: brought this upon myself. You Absolutely, oh, okay. no, I'm yeah. not complaining thought, about it. I thought okay, it, and it's it's right on my way home. So I said, if anybody wants one of these trees and doesn't want to, actually, I didn't say, and doesn't want to drive to the nursery because San Diego from the edge of Hummel, yeah. from Steel Canyon and Campbell Road. The nursery without traffic in Point Loma is about 20 minutes away. It's not far, 25, right. without traffic. And Poway is 30, 35 minutes, or 40 minutes away. So I said I'd bring them by and I'll meet you in the parking lot. It's like this drug deal going down in <laughs> the parking clandestine lot. Clandestine ops. Like yes, clandestine ops. Thank you. Yes. Better way of phrasing it. But anyway, so I've had six trees of people well, available. I mean, that's very nice. So that's very nice of you because that's, that's not easy to do. Well, that's why I have the guys at the Well, room. no, I
4: understand that, but those things I are know. heavy.
3: And, and I appreciate the recognition of me being an idiot. I mean, I well, know. I everybody mean knows that. it. It's Nobody like, yeah. everybody says it out loud, but I do appreciate it. No, it's, so it's Actually, very more sim- people say it than you think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the Internet if you look. <laughs>
3: yeah. Anyway, it's very simple, and it's right on the way home, so I do it. Very I can only do one. It I've been doing two, kind. putting two trees in the car, which might be excessive. I think one is better, and I can see better. Oh, um,
2: I, you know, I did offer you my truck. Yes, you did. And you could yes, just you make that a lot
3: easier. Yes, you did.
2: And you could just deliver four it's, or five at been, once. No, this is perfect. One, <laughs>
3: one, one is fine. Uh, one and done. And anyway, so okay. that's Let's, still that out is there. Nice. I didn't know you were on the Hamulians or Hamuligans. Well, it just seemed like the not right not. thing to,
4: okay. to do. Okay, very good. Okay. You are a b- better man than me. gun uh, mm-hmm. din
3: I, I, I
1: thought it was I. All I right. Anyway. Whatever. Let's go to if, if Larry. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to go up to uh, Oceanside where Larry is waiting. Good morning, Larry. How are you?
7: Hey, guys. Um, just to let you know, uh, even though a lot of people don't call in, I know a lot of people still listen. It's just tough to get up in the morning here and uh, get you know take the gloves off and dial the phone.
1: <laughs> Tell me about it.
7: <laughs> but um, I got I got three quick questions and I got. Um, I got a navel orange tree down in my, it always produced great, did, you know, but it doesn't get a lot of love, but it just keeps, uh, you know, producing. But this year, the oranges are splitting, you know, they they went from the green to the orange and then they, they just split. What causes
1: that? Getting too dry between waterings, especially in hot weather. When we had that, when we had that heat wave that came through, they probably got a little bit a little bit drier than they normally would and then when they get water the trees will actually soak the water up faster than the rind can grow around it and it just hydraulically splits them and navel oranges are notorious for doing that anyway because the navel is kind of a a weak point in the um, in the rind so yeah. try to if if we're expecting hot weather try to give them a little bit more water sooner and try to keep even out the soil moisture that should that should solve the problem
7: Yeah, uh, I lost a lot of oranges there. The other thing is I know you you guys have classes on uh, pruning, you know, especially um, fruit trees and stuff. Mm -hmm. What are those classes? And why is it when I pruned, like, um, uh, uh, some of these trees, and then the next year they don't produce? Is that because they – you know, I screwed up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
3: oh, wait. We'll let Mark call you that. Call you out for that.
7: <laughs>
3: you know, I was um, over visiting a neighbor. He's got a gorgeous orchard, all the trees he got from me, and it looks fantastic because he goes out there and trims all the time, and he's been pruning them for years, forming these beautiful trees. But he hasn't gotten fruit off of his pear tree at all. And the reason was is because he didn't know what he was doing when he was pruning, and he was pruning off all the little fruiting wood. And so knowing what you're pruning and why. Is there a book you can
1: get on that, Ken? We do have the uh, How to Prune Fruit, Trees, and Roses book. Yeah, That's a
3: perfect book for that. Yeah. Knowing where they fruit and what to remove and what not to remove is kind of important before you do it. And that book will make a huge difference in helping you – get fruit off all your trees every year
1: and we and as far as the classes are concerned we have been working on that trying to come up with a way of uh doing it safely um doing them safely with the uh, current situation that we're in we still have not still have not fully vetted that whole thing out but as soon as we possibly can we will we will do that we're also thinking about trying to record some classes and put them up as a, as a podcast so people can take a, so people can watch them and see
7: yeah i'm I've done a few of the trees and it's, it's been a disaster. And the other thing is I got some, uh, not a lot, maybe six, uh, grape been in there about, you know, 20 years, the grape, uh, things, mm-hmm. uh, what kind of fertilizer? I drive through, uh, some of the, um, the wineries and they put down this, it looks like uh lime. It's some white stuff they're putting down. Is that a fertilizer? Or is that, what are they? Uh, what, what are they doing? And when's the best time to fertilize um, the grapes?
1: I would say probably start fertilizing around in in the springtime, uh, end of end of February, early March. Uh, I would I would just use the Grow Power, uh, probably citrus and avocado food it would be fine. That's, the-
7: that's, that's that's all right. Yeah, I, I was going to stop and talk to these guys, but I see. I don't know if it's just to keep down the weeds or something, but. They don't put lime down, do you? Or uh,
1: typically not, that seeing, stuff, uh, not. in California. Gypsum, Gypsum, maybe, maybe but yeah. but but lime, no. You typically don't need to. Lime is no. something that you do on the East Coast. Coast. That's yeah. not that's not a West Coast thing. Oh. <clears throat> so I, I'm yeah. not sure what I'm not sure what they're putting down. Could be just ashes uh, out of their fireplace. Who knows? Yeah.
7: All right, man, thanks for always listening and appreciate the show.
1: Well, thank you very much, Larry. Appreciate you getting up early and listening to us. You bet. Okay, take care. Bye. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, you know, well, speaking of lime, which would go along with lime sulfur, which isn't available anymore, but now is the time to uh dormant spray roses and fruit trees if you have not if you have not done that yet. Even if they're not dormant, if you spray they now they will some, be exactly uh, but instead of the lime sulfur spray it's a uh, copper spray is what, right. what you use now and it i had uh, i was talking to a lady yesterday and she was saying that she had she had a lot of peach leaf curl and i said well the, you know like copper spray is what you want to use she said well i've used copper spray but it hasn't worked is there anything else? And I said, Well, yeah, there's lime sulfur, but you can't get it anymore. But um, I said, the other thing you need to do is you need to you need to rake up all the foliage that's on the ground underneath the tree after it goes dormant. She goes, Oh, I. She she goes, Really? And I was like, Yeah, because I said that that's where
2: the spores. That's where all the spores yeah.
1: are, and then when it rains, it just it bounces back up onto the tree again. So she. She was not aware of that fact that it's. Uh,
2: and she was spraying after the trees had, lo- or you know, in the win- winter time, not because you know, some people uh, spray during the course of having the peach leaf curl and are expecting it to get right, better, no, and that's right. not going to happen. It's not going to do it, right?
1: No,
3: but last year, even those who was did it? spray diligently, we had so Including many. Including myself, there was, a, there was a lot. There yeah. was a lot of peach curl. Even bad year, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. Then the wetter it is, the the more of an issue it will be. So, uh, unfortunately, this might not be a. The, you might get. Better success with your sprays this year than in past because it's been a little on the dry side.
2: But but you know even if you spray and you do get a little bit, typically once those rains pass, the new growth comes out clean. Growth
1: grows, grows right, right through it. Yes. Yeah. But you're not going to get it under control if you don't spray. Right. That is correct. That is correct. So now is a now is an excellent excellent time to do that. That is why in my cupboard in my <laughs> garage right now I have <laughs> copper. I don't. Well, oh, I only have one
4: fruit tree. Well, so. I don't have any fruit
3: trees, so I don't have it. But
1: hey,
2: David, I I have
1: some
3: as well. So okay, we'll be spraying. But so, what's soon. the next step? Uh, what what is the uh, so, so I get you, it? At the, I go to the I'll nursery. I'll tell you the difference. Here's then the difference. I take so it I home.
2: will. I I like you. I, pur- I go to the nursery. I purchase it. I bring it home. We put it on the shelf, and then I actually go out and use it. In the, in
3: so you take meat, it off the shelf,
2: mix it according to the instructions, and I actually apply it to the trees. It that's seems the to be part. it. That's seems to I be miss. the way to make it work. Oh,
4: yeah. you, you don't show just show the bottle to the trees. I the do.
3: Bottle. I do. I drive up the driveway. Look what I got, you guys <laughs> and girls and trees. I do, but that's
1: there's more to it than that, huh?
2: Just a touch, just a touch.
1: Well, and speaking of fruit trees, um, bare root season is. Just around the corner, we've actually the well, they're not really bare root, but the, the sleeved bare rooted um, right tree, trees and P- potted and potted bare roots potted bare roots are are in um, tons of blueberries, all all kinds of stuff and Blue, figs, blueberries, figs, figs, pomegranates, pomegranates, pomegranates can- can- cane berries, yep. grapes, all kinds of stuff is available right now. Um, so now is a great time to pick that stuff up. Uh, if you want to see. Everything that we have coming up, if you go to our website, um, the fruit tree list for the fruit tree list for this season is posted up there, so you can see what both stores are going to be getting. And if there's something that you want in San Diego that they don't stock, um, or vice versa, we can always transfer stuff back. On that is correct.
3: And yesterday, mm-hmm. as a harbinger of the next season that's beginning very soon, we got in a truck and a trailer.
4: Of soil. Of sun grow soil. Okay. We'll start sending some down right. to you. Okay. You know, so roses will be here.
2: Rose, yeah. David, you know, when you take that stuff and leave it on the shelf, Milton Friedman, the economist, said something. He said some one of the great mistakes is to judge policies and programs by their intentions rather than their results. So if you're not getting the results, it's you gotta you got to get past but those I, intentions. But I, I wanted I really, it to work.
3: Yeah. I hear noise in the background. And music, not noise. Sorry, what is it's break time. If you want to give us a
1: call, 888 344 1170 is the number. We'll be back with more garden talk right here on KCBQ and KPRZ right after this.
0: Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888 344 1170. That's 888 344 1170. There is more garden talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 1170 Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When
5: I got to the garden party, they all knew
6: my name. No <sighs> one recognized me.
1: With more Garden Talk here on KPRZ and KCBQ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman.
3: What were George and I fighting about right before we went into the break? I don't remember.
1: Oh, intent.
2: Intent, yes. Yeah, Yeah, The Milton Friedman quote, right?
1: Rather than results. There you go. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to head up to uh, San Marcos, where Carol is waiting. Good morning, Carol. How are you?
5: I'm well, thank you. Thank you for being there. Oh,
1: we're happy to be here. What can we do for you?
5: Um, I planted an asparagus uh, bed uh, this last spring, Mm -hmm. and I know there's a special way to handle it, but I haven't been able to find any instructions for doing it here in Southern California. The last asparagus bed I had was in Ohio, but here it's a totally different game.
3: I'm not sure what you what you mean by that, but okay. usually you plant the roots in a in a trench, and then as the, right. as the plants grow, you fill up with light mulchy soil over the top of them, and they right. usually take about three years to fruit. So depending on right. what what size or age roots you put in, that'll tell you how long you have to be nice to them um, mm-hmm. until you can cool. start harvesting.
5: Right now, I have ferns.
3: Okay, that's right, good. That, yeah. That's good. That's um, what that is photosynthesize photosynthesizing producing
2: energy that's producing going energy into the for roots. the roots
3: right. for next year's okay. growth. So just leave them on until they're ugly or brown, and feed them yeah. while they're green to re-energize okay. the roots.
5: Okay, they're they're just now starting to turn brown, so right. no more feed or anything like that.
3: No, if they're if they're done or or dunning because of the season. Just leave them now, and then next year you should be getting larger spears. What's the p- approximate diameter of what the, the ferny bases are? Are they pencil yet, or are they smaller than that? They're just about pencil. Okay. So maybe next year you'll get some edible spears, but if not, one more season.
2: Now you can start harvesting them at the you know a pinky size, and, and you can continue mm-hmm. harvesting until the next sets start coming up thinner, and then you stop and let them do the same thing with the ferns so they can rejuvenate.
5: Okay, so I don't cut this fern stuff back.
2: No, no, that's what's making the the, the roots larger and giving you uh, bigger spears next year.
5: Got it. Okay, thanks a bunch, and thanks again for being there. Oh, thank you. Appreciate the call. Have a
3: great
1: weekend.
5: You too. Bye-bye. Thank you.
3: Take care. I just remembered a couple of weeks ago, Pam called the lady who used to work with my father. And the nurse. I told, yeah. And I told her I was going to call her. And I did not. So somebody remind me this week to call her. Piece of cake. I got that. Okay. Thank do you, you.
2: Either of you guys grow asparagus? No. I do not. No, I, I, I like not. it. It's a it's a bed that will last, you know, years, years, and years, and years and years and years. You have to put it in the right spot. Because no. it, it's one of the few perennials.
3: No. Perennial last, vegetables. It'll last until the raised straw bale planter gets eaten by the worms oh, in yeah, the Oh, yeah. Well,
2: that's your garden. So the rest of the world.
3: But it was a great worm bin. Yeah. But it only lasted two years.
2: Right.
1: What? The asparagus?
3: Well, the... I'd gone out to city farmers mm-hmm. and saw Bill Tall, and he had a straw bale planters. Not planting in the bales, but using the bales as a frame. Oh, okay. Putting the the asparagus crowns in there and then covering them with multi-soil. Mm-hmm. And they did great for about a year and a half. And then the straw was <laughs> being eaten by the worms, and it kind of imploded on itself. The, the natural breakdown from the moisture in the soil... Plus the worms eating them, um, they did, my race bed didn't last very long.
2: We've mentioned this in the past. If you put a, some straw down, you will. It's a worm bed. It, it works really well to attract worms, or at least to keep or to increase the populations of the worms that are there. It yes. works very well. So we have that in in, in all of the uh, Ken, aisles of the garden.
3: Ken is looking fascinated by that story. He looks very excited. <laughs> Would you like us to expand upon that, Mr. No, Anderson? No, that's okay. But
1: well, you know, well, the this is what the second year that we haven't had
3: um, three year two to three year or two year roots. Yeah. two yes. yes
1: two year crowns or whatever it is we used to used to sell quite a few yeah we no, did. they were enormous they were, they they were gorgeous they were huge yes yeah now we it's um is it is it seedlings that we've been I
4: think so yeah. pretty much yeah
1: that Tom's been growing the crowns that we used
3: to sell cost us more than what we used to sell them for so we stopped getting them in. And so we have the the younger.
1: So we made it up in volume. Yeah,
3: something like that. You can do it. It'll work. It'll pencil out.
1: Noodle out. (laughs) Uh, If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, We're going to go up to uh, Carlsbad where Austin is waiting. Good morning, Austin. How are you? Ah,
6: thank you. Uh anyway, I wondered what you'd done about hunting down my magic red flowered oleander type plant from two years ago. <laughs> I said oh, those uh, pictures.
3: I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm guessing I
6: figured just as much. You said you'd never quit looking, but I just figure, you know, that's what you tell everybody.
3: <laughs> well, usually we don't tell people we never quit looking we usually tell people that after 30 days we will drop you unless you keep calling we can Uh, get you a red oleander would you like what what size red oleander you want the compact one or the big one
6: nope it was a very magic plant probably from the south america and it was a very small plant i sent you a bunch of pictures of it and it was uh I don't know. It started out with, uh, very thin flowers. It was, it just showed up someplace in the yard after taking out a giant, uh, fir tree. Um, sunlight fell on it. It ended up, I don't know how it showed up, met it just in a wall right behind the wall. Never been there before. Never seen it. It's never grown there since. Uh, I put it in pots and, um, it used to have a flower about an inch in diameter that was uh, maroon and tan. And at that point, it formed seeds. Then I repotted them. They went into a bit of uh, better soil, and the flowers turned a brilliant red. Well, The the, uh,
3: the good
4: news
6: turned a bright green, and then uh, they all died.
3: The good news is I kind of now remember getting some pictures a, a year or two ago of a kind of a succulent-looking plant with the red flowers in the pots. That might be your your plant. I don't know that we ever identified it as a what it was, but um, we did have somebody yesterday that was looking for a red gardenia that we hadn't seen, and I thought maybe that's where you were were headed with it. But I, I sorry. If, uh, if you know the name of the red oleander from South America and want to give us another shot, email us the name of it, and we'll see if we can get it. Whenever we get the special orders, we take special orders for whatever people are looking for. That doesn't, unfortunately, always mean we'll be able to source them. Um, and so we get what we can. We deal with a lot of suppliers on a constant basis. We've been with a lot of suppliers for a long time, so we usually have... Uh, Inventory when sometimes other people don't, but um, I I sort of get the picture. You're trying,
6: you're asking me to identify the flower. I ask you the identity of
3: yes, because
5: uh uh-huh. If it. if
3: it is the email, the picture that I remember, um, I don't think we were able to identify, identify it, yeah. and so we weren't able to get them. But we could, I guess, do a a vegetative. Cutting, you could you could air layer it and start new plants that way. So, sorry we didn't identify it.
4: You said they're all dead now. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I wonder how that happened. It just popped up.
3: They Maybe. just decided they didn't want to live anymore. That's so sad. That's interesting. Yeah. Sorry about that. Maybe they were brought in by birds from South America on their migration.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 888 344 1170 is the number.
3: I guess he figured if you're going to call me that, he can too. No, I was talking to Mark. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: David Austin update.
3: <laughs> the David Austin Roses, um, as of yesterday, we still have no availability. They were, I emailed her again this week and she said, I'm going to have two conferences uh later in the week and i should have an answer for you and i emailed her to find out how they went and i did not get a response and normally she responds very quickly so i'm guessing we're not going to get them but i still don't know because they haven't uh confirmed well you would you
1: you would think at this point since we're only what two weeks out yeah we would have Well, usually we get them a little later though i mean a little bit
4: later but yeah we think we'd know by now
1: well
3: I, my guess is, we're not. They just don't have the courage to tell just, people no. To tell people no, <laughs> so they're just going to keep delaying right. it until they don't show up. But I mean, I understand it. If they have significant worldwide demand, they're going to sell them where they can get the most money for them. And to heck with wherever else. The I, little I, guy. I'm, I'm guessing, and I, it's pure speculation. But why at this point in December? When normally they would confirm orders in June and July, do they just keep saying mañana? And I, I don't get it. So um, there is a very good likelihood that we won't have them, but we still don't know because they don't tell us. Yeah. But we'll be getting thousands Lots of, of other, other roses. Roses. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: The, and David Austin, the David Austin roses are 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 really a very small percentage of the. Of the roses. It's a fraction, but there are people that, that are big that's all they fans, want grow, and that's what yeah. they want. But we'll yeah, have lots of a, others, and there's
3: other old-fashioned type roses. There's new old-fashions in the Romanticas, which we will have, that should make a, a proper substitute. I'm not a big
1: David Austin fan. There's a mango of You don't roses. even know him. He sounds me. like a nice guy, but yeah. I'm just kidding. It's the, I guess It's the mango of roses. No, it is not. Beats. Now hang on. Hang there on. there are some on.
2: very beautiful David Austin roses. They
1: are oh, but are. the but the oh, plant yeah. the plants themselves
3: just Now hold on. Have you know what? This spring, you guys are gonna have to go with me where to see the Verona. Beaut- Verona. Verona has a that whole wing of their rose garden, the whole north wing. Um is all David Austin roses, and when they're in bloom, it's spectacular.
1: Well, the flower the flowers are pretty, but the plants look like crap.
3: Well, they're bigger plants, and they need more space in most so they're, situations. They're, ram- they're the, rambling, of—
1: yes. They do ramble a little bit more, yeah. yes. Kind of like yeah. us, something. And I guess if you like the if you like that kind of cabbage like in the flower. right flower, they're yeah.
3: they're not they're
1: not they are fragrant. Yeah, I will they're. most of them are, are incredibly fragrant. I I will give you that. But and if you have not been, so if you're blind, it's. A,
3: the center portion of it. If you have not been to the Rose Garden at the Barona what you've Indian said. Reservation, not, it is really I've never neat. been to Barona. I, so. I, I'm guessing they don't look like much right now because they're being cut back and it's cold. Mm-hmm. But I think it was March, April, April, May. I'll have to look at my pictures and see. And I'm guessing when you do that it's not my neck you're talking about snapping but taking a break it's it's time to
1: take right. time to take a break if you want to give us a call 888-344-1170 is the number you're listening to garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ we're going to be back with more right after this
0: Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman
5: got to the garden party they all
6: knew my name no one recognized me
1: i didn't look the same but it's all right now and we're back my lesson well. with more garden talk here on kcbq and kprz Yeah, you know, we were talking about um got to about so pruning it's not only time to prune fruit trees, but also time to prune roses if you haven't started doing that yet. Uh, and what do you do when you prune roses this time of the year?
2: The same thing you do to fruit trees. You Spray them. Ada Perry's. Yep. Oh, that's January. Our note says January for Ada Perry's. Uh,
1: well, you can do it December. I, I right. say winter pruning myself. But
2: it's yes. a violation of federal law to use this we product. Inconsistent with the, with January. Yes, with the instructions, and it's a the but, label.
3: However, comma. This brings me to you. And how many more days, George?
2: What is today? The 5th. So we yes. have 16 days until until it starts getting more daylight. We have more daylight in our days.
3: More lighter? More it gets much more, more lighter, lighter later. Lighter-ish. More lighter later. Yeah. So, I like to wait until the days are getting longer before I trim. I wait till after the first of the year. I know a lot of people don't. I, I usually do January. Do. I'm a January trimmer. Right. And When you read the books on trimming, they always say to wait. I think it's somewhere between two and four weeks between trimming and and feeding.
1: But Aida Perry's isn't really a fertilizer. Well, I just think that's so ridiculous.
3: I think it's ridiculous to even. You're you're dressed for the part. You're working in the yard. You're trimming your roses. Then get the heck out there and feed them at the same time. Just do it all and supplement. Yes, correct. Give them the Aida Perry's. Do your print. Do your trimming. Do your spraying, your, your dormant spray, and then give them Ada Perry's and Grow Power, and start the whole process again. And that's why I like to wait till the days are getting longer because the the roses are more inclined to start growing more better at that point, in my opinion. I agree, and, and, I and George, George agrees. So I'm a
2: January guy as well. You know, okay. I, well, I attended a class at the nursery years ago, and the lady that taught it specifically said, "You want to get all your roses pruned. Think of." February fourteenth, you know, is big rose day. You know, Valentine's Day. You want everything done before Valentine's Day, and she suggested starting in January so you'd get it all done. See, I, really
1: well, I, I usually, well, when, I, there, when I when it, I when I when, I, when yeah. I had roses, when I used to prune them, I would typically start at the end of end of November, early December. I'll tell you, with just,
2: microclimates, when I used to do the, those in, in PQ, they would. If I started doing them now, I would have. flowers Flowers for valentine's day i would have flowers for my birthday in january they just start blooming again right
4: i don't don't think you can do it wrong either way no
2: no it's no
3: they're they're acceptable i in my head it is the growth is going to be more vigorous if it is a little bit warmer a little bit longer days and that's why i like to wait and it's not just because i'm lazy and just pushing it off until manana i mean that is one reason that somebody could Accuse me of or suggest, but well, if
4: you're going to be out there, do it
3: and do it all. And yeah, I—that's I, what I agree with you whole. The, the feeding part, you're—you're—it's so stupid to tell people not to do that. In my opinion, can I
1: say stupid? You did, you did, you did. You we know. heard it. I heard it. But yeah, you know it, and. If you're out there, if you're out there, and you can get it done, you're more likely to get it done than you are to correct wait go time. back and yeah, try I to agree. remember to go back and do it again some other time.
3: Like the spray in the in the shelf and p- the cupboard right. in the garage, same thing. Same know,
2: circling back to David Austin roses for one second, <laughs> Circle I, back. I I I do I think they're very fragrant and they're I think the rose itself is very pretty, but I I think I agree a little with Ken on they, they can. You know, get a little you out of You have to have the proper right. space for that. And and Brent, my son Brent, bought one for his girlfriend. He bought an Olivia rose. Her name is Olivia. What, what's her? Oh, and, makes... and And it's a gorgeous rose, and it's just very, very fragrant. I like it.
3: Oh, today it'll be George calling you out on air, Ken, not David. Oh, no, I wasn't just, calling I you want, out. I
2: want that. He what agreed. He. What do we always? What do we always say said. in matters of taste? There can be no dispute. So, if I. Like a particular rose? No, I thought yeah. you
3: were going to say, "In matters of taste, Dave has none." But well, anyway, yeah. i well, well, that goes without saying. Also, <laughs> on the internet, anybody that knows you, <laughs> I don't have that blue wall. Stop it. Good, good point. Um, no, I. We're going to have to have a field trip to, to the, Barona to Barona this this spring. I'd be a fun. You can see I'll them. go with you. No Would reason. You? <laughs> oh, while we're there. Yeah. Yes, you can go in and gamble while we're there, Mark. Um, anyway, it, it is gorgeous. David is the guy that takes care of the roses, not not me. And he does an excellent job out there. And every time I go out there, he offers me a bottle of water. And not because I'm me, but because you if you go out, out to there, there, they will offer you a bottle of water. And you can wander the rose garden. How many, many roses said, do they have, do you think? Uh, it's a few hundred, but I don't know exactly okay, how okay. many hundreds.
1: Um, you know the Rose Garden Balboa Park is pretty spectacular it is. too, yeah. which I mean, by it the is way is it.
2: in bloom right now. Still, we is did it the really? seven Seven Bridges Walk two weeks ago, and it the roses are still spectacular. Yeah, Call. we did
1: that. La- we did that last year. That's a that's a fun yeah. that's a fun walk. Unless you have a crippling fear of heights, like I do, and the suspension bridge just doesn't work. Yeah, so, no, you, no. you you <laughs> did the you did the five bridges walk. Yeah. Right? We 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 cut it a little short. Yeah, but, ah, yeah. Okay.
4: I'd rather walk through the canyon. than... <laughs>
1: Yeah. Then this just is the bridge. bridge, yeah, oh. yeah. But if you Guy. walk through the canyon, you've got to go
3: down, and then you've got yeah, yeah. to go well, back up to get out of it, Mark. That's that not that, that big. would be a it's problem. It's not like
1: it's the Grand Canyon.
2: Though. None this of them is... were were high bridges. I mean, you know, they were. Well,
3: well
1: that's, that's relative. <laughs> high anxiety. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the uh, the the one suspension bridge, that, yeah.
2: <clears throat> well, we ended up we we circled back. We started right near the Rose Garden, so it came back around, and and when that was the end of the of the of the hike, and it was gorgeous.
1: So everything it's a was in it's, bloom, it's, still very all right. fragrant. Yeah. so that it, it, it I, I highly, I highly recommend that, I highly recommend that walk. Um, and you can find it online. Uh, just look up the uh, Seven Bridges, Seven Bridges Walk in Balboa Park, and uh, you don't have to up. walk that far
3: nor go across bridges that high to go to the Perona. Memorial Garden or not Memorial Garden, uh, the Garden, the Rose
1: Garden in Perona. Well, that's good because
3: that'll be very yeah.
1: beneficial for me. Yes. So
4: keep his feet on the ground.
3: And there's a parking garage on the other uh, right behind it, Mark, and you could stay you can park on the lower levels so that you don't get scared.
4: Okay, thank okay. you. Okay. Appreciate that.
3: Yeah, I'm here for you. Um but we talked about the David Austin's being beautiful in that northern end of the, the rose garden. It's all David Austin roses, but the other two thirds of it are just typical and traditional roses, and they look spectacular when they're in bloom, too. And
2: and the, the, the gentleman that does the roses, David, came and taught a class at our nursery. With Street. you. We did it together, yes. Very nice man.
3: And it's it always makes me chuckle and smile when he asks me for my opinion on his rose garden. Well, he's got hundreds of roses yes. there that look fantastic. And, and he's asking
1: you? Yeah,
3: he... <laughs> He, he's he, nice. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's
2: just a courtesy. Yes, yes. thank you. It's a professional <laughs> courtesy. Yeah, he's not going to he's not going to actually listen to what you say, but he's just curious. <laughs> but
3: he does show interest in what I'm saying. Uh, unlike,
4: I, mean, has, I know he's not. the That's, to battle
3: with you. Man, you guys are brutal this morning. Well, you yeah. know. 35 I, I'm, years. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to start pruning your roses now, you may if you would like to wait until mid to late January or early January, you may. Because we're going to allow all of this. We have, we're giving you great latitude on the trimmings of your rose garden. But we do encourage you to trim your rose garden. Because you will get trim, larger, and feed. beautiful, more beautiful, bountiful blooms. There's just going to be longer stems, bigger flowers if they get cut back. A lot of people don't want to cut them back. And they just let them keep getting... Bigger and bigger, but the flowers, while more plentiful sometimes are smaller, smaller on shorter, smaller. shorter stems. Right. So, and then definitely we want to do the of perries regardless of the month, regardless the of grow, the instructions. And the grow <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Forget the instructions. Just, just do it. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Have a great weekend, everybody. Auto Talk is up next. We'll be back next week with another hour of Garden Talk right here. Thanks for
0: joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.